Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hello there, I'm Blake Lindsay, and this is Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. Each week we have several brand new listeners, so if you're one of them, welcome. We are also very grateful to have lots of loyal listeners, and we certainly want to say welcome, friend. We're glad you're back, and thank you for spreading the news. It is exciting. We have had over 5 million downloads to the podcast, and it's pleasing to our entire staff that we can bring you a quick message from Zig every week, which either teaches us, inspires us, or both. So let's get started. We are turning our focus to sales today. One of the skills that is necessary in selling is to keep an ample supply of prospects so that you can continually be telling your presentation to interested people. Prospecting is also one of those skills that many salespeople do not feel confident doing. Today, Zeke is going to share with you several ways to prospect so that you can keep your sales funnel full. Let's turn it up and I'll be back in a few minutes. Finding someone willing to buy. How to stay in business in the profession of selling. One of the ongoing debates at every sales get-together, meaning when two salespeople start talking, is what is the most important part of the selling process? The reality is, if you can't handle all phases of the sales process, you will not sell enough to stay in the profession. However, regardless of how good your closing skills, your product, your ability to handle objections, your presentation, or your skills at determining wants and needs, if you don't have a prospect, you're out of business. The consensus among the outstanding salespeople and sales trainers is almost unanimous. Prospecting is the most important key to sales success. Well, what is a prospect? A prospect is an individual or group capable of making the decision on the product or service the salesperson is selling. There is obviously a difference between a prospect and a suspect. A suspect is a name that could be a prospect. So the name, any name, offers hope. But unless that hope has a solid foundation, then we only have a suspect. A prospect has a need for the product, a possible desire to own that product, and the financial capacity to implement that decision. You spend time with suspect. You invest time with prospects. So the question becomes, when do people prospect? The answer is all the time. Prospecting is not an eight-to-five job. Prospecting, when done graciously, can be done in virtually any environment, including social situations, on an airplane, in an airport, at a luncheon, a club meeting, or wherever people are present. Once again, the best paying hard work in the world is selling, and the poorest paying easy work in the world is selling. Our chosen field is not an industry that allows us to coast. When you get in the business of professional selling, or more importantly, when the business gets in you, you will discover that prospecting is not a chore. It is truly an exciting opportunity for success. My friend Cabot Robert has a little phrase. You gotta circulate before you can percolate. How true it is. There's no denying the fact that activity in the world of sales is critical. You do need to be making contacts and calls. The alert salesperson is constantly in the state of awareness, with eyes and ears open for business. In the minds of most people, COD stands for cash on delivery. But in the world of prospecting, COD has an entirely different meaning. 
The C stands for communication. This means that every time you communicate with anybody who remotely resembles a prospect or one who might know a prospect, in some way you communicate the business you're in and your interest in sharing the excitement of what you have to offer with the prospect. The O stands for observation. You watch and listen to what's going on around you, whether it's in an elevator, on a bus, in a crowded store, at a club, or social gathering. The D stands for dedication. You need to be dedicated to the concept of making the contacts and getting those references. Now, let's do a more detailed analysis on COD and see what we can learn about finding more prospects. One of the keys in prospecting is to always remember that the person with whom you've already established a relationship is probably your best prospect for additional goods, products, or services. If you represent a company which has an extensive line of products, or if they've come out with new items, you certainly want to offer them to your customers. You've already covered the basic obstacles in the sales process. You've built a relationship develop confidence and rapport, establish the fact that you're a person who can be trusted, and convince the prospect that what you offer has value. Under these circumstances, it's natural that these customers are your best prospects to sell additional items. Suppose you're brand new. You picked up these tapes and your sample kit all on the same day, and you don't even have prospect number one. Where do you start? Answer. You begin by opening your eyes and observing everything around you. You will notice that in your office there are customer files with which you can begin working. Chances are excellent that your trainer and your company will be not only willing but anxious to share this information with you so you can start making those contacts on the service and referral concept as your beginning point. To be successful, you must understand the sin of the desert. An individual who knows where the water is in the desert, but will not share the information with others is committing the sin of the desert. The successful salesperson learns to feel that a customer who is completely sold on the product, but will not share the names of other prospects for the product they are purchasing is guilty of the sin of the desert. The sin of the desert for the sales professional is not actively prospecting every day and especially with the people for whom you make presentations. Selling is a transference of feeling and to transfer feeling you must have strong feelings. Once you truly believe in the sin of the desert as a salesperson, you will be infinitely more capable of persuading your customers and prospects that they in turn should refer you to other people who will benefit from your goods our services. Whether beginning or experienced, professional salespeople use a technique known as eagle eye prospecting. By carrying a tape recorder as you drive around, you can easily and safely record the names and addresses when you cite possible prospects. Billboards, storefronts, auto advertising, anything that looks like a legitimate prospect can be recorded. Are you practicing your powers of observation? You will notice that many professional salespeople 
salespeople are very much involved with their community. This includes those sales pros like the architects, CPAs, merchants, motel managers, doctors, teachers, and others who realize the importance of selling skills in what is traditionally perceived as a non-selling role. Dave Leniger, the founder of Remax, is a firm believer that salespeople should get involved in civic activities. However, Dave stresses that the objective you have in joining worthwhile civic organizations should be service-oriented. He feels that if your major objective in joining the organization is to market to the membership, it is probably going to alienate many of the people you want to influence. I concur with that assessment because, in essence, that has to do with manipulation and not motivation. If you're in the group, organization, or club with a what's-in-it-for-me attitude rather than a what-can-I-do-to-help attitude, you're doing the group and yourself a great disservice. If you love the city you work in and want to give something back to your community and help make it better, you should get involved. Dave points out that your spirit and attitude will make a favorable impression on the people you're with and, as a result, friendships will develop and the members will want to do business with you. Pressure selling, where we must make the sale to survive, is often caused by lack of prospects. If you're making a call on your last prospect, the feeling you transfer is one of desperation and personal need and not value for your product or service. Add to this the fact that if you don't sell this prospect, you're out of business. That is enormous pressure and it will cripple and eventually kill any sales career. So what are you going to do today to find new prospects? They are all around you. If you observe and communicate to them, good selling and good success. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.